This episode of the Ageless and Awesome podcast is sponsored by the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. As a woman in the modern world, our hormones are taking a battering. They're impacted by the food we eat, the toxins we're exposed to, such as when we eat out of plastic takeaway containers, or even worse, reheat food in them. Please don't do this. If you're handling FPOS receipts, filling the car with fuel, eating non-organic produce that hasn't been washed effectively, plus so much more things add to our toxic load every day. Even though our bodies are designed to effectively manage toxins, they haven't evolved as quickly as our toxic world has, unfortunately. So our body does need support. Symptoms such as stubborn weight gain, fatigue, disrupted periods, irritability, and gut health issues can be a sign that you'd benefit from a gentle detox. And that's why I developed the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. This free guide has an abundance of information to get you started on your very own DIY detox. And if you'd like to upgrade to VIP, it's only $47 for a limited time. I used to sell this program for $247. The upgrade gives you the recipes, including plenty of uh, plant-based options, the meal planner, the shopping list template, the video workshop, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more now. Take care of your hormones. They are a critical part of your health as a woman. Hi, I'm Susie Garden, naturopath and nutritionist, yoga and meditation instructor. Welcome to the Wellness Glow podcast for women who want inspiring and practical solutions to feel abundant energy and vitality on the inside and look radiantly healthy on the outside. Each week, I talk all things gut health and mind-body connection. If you want to find out more about me, check me out at susiegarden.com. Welcome to the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Wellness Glow, where I'm continuing my anti-aging series. So this is week three of my anti-aging series, and this week I'm going to be talking all about mindset and how our thoughts can perhaps influence our age. Because remember, our biological age doesn't necessarily have to be the same as our chronological age. You know, like some people have this really young mindset and that can make them appear a lot younger than they actually are. But did you know that it's actually also having effects on your brain, depending on how you perceive aging and how you act and how you think. And this is really interesting. So the last couple of episodes of the Wellness Glow have been really focusing on some of the physiological parts of aging. But today I want to really talk about mindset and how we can train our mind to make us younger, which is pretty cool. As you probably know, uh, as well as my work as a naturopath and nutritionist, I'm also a, a yoga and meditation teacher. So I'm quite used to working with the mind and I'm well aware of how powerful using mindset is. And in fact, with meditation, for example, they've done lots of research with MRI machines actually measuring different parts of the brain. And they have shown that meditation actually thickens gray matter and white matter. And what this means is that it improves body functions. Because remember, the brain controls all sorts of things, including our motor and sensory control. So 
You may be aware that, you know, as people get older, sometimes they can fall and, uh, you know, you may feel yourself that you've lost a little bit of your coordination or maybe you've lost a little bit of memory um, and you don't even need to be that old to have those sorts of uh, things going on. And uh, it's actually linked in with the brain. So if you can improve your gray matter in certain parts of the brain, you can improve your motor function and then you're less likely to fall over. And same things with memory. You can improve your memory by thickening up your gray matter because as we age, and we're all aging, remember, as we age, the brain actually shrinks a little bit. So I wanted to talk about a couple of things with regard to mindset today. Uh, Not linked with meditation at all, actually. I uh, was reading up on this as research for the podcast, and I came across some really interesting uh, studies. And one was done actually in the 70s. And it was a very, very small study, but very interesting, where they took eight men on retreat for five days, just five days, and they lived like they were actually living 20 years back in time. So this study was done in 1979, so they got them to live like it was 1959, and not like Uh, remembering what it was like, but actually living. And so on this retreat, the whole place was kitted out like it was 1959, like from, you know, the magazines, the television programs they were able to watch, the movies that were popular in, you know, 1959. And the participants were told, you're not to talk about memories and talk about what it was like to live then, but to actually speak to each other like you were living then. And then they had another group that they were comparing to, because you can't do research really without comparing. And they had another group that also lived at the same retreat for a week, and they discussed the same sort of topics, as I were given some topics to discuss. But the guys in the second group spent the week reminiscing about those events and using the past tense in their discussions, rather than living as if it was 1959, which... It's kind of, it sounds like, you know, what would that do? It was only five days, right? But really, really interesting for both groups, hearing, memory, and grip strength actually improved and photographs of those people that participated were rated as appearing significantly younger after the retreat than before. Plus there were further improvements for the group that actually had you know, they're living like it was 1959. They had improvements in their vision, their joint flexibility, their manual dexterity, their IQ, their gait, their posture, and also they had decreased symptoms of arthritis. So it was really interesting because despite improvements in both groups, the people that were living as if it was 20 years earlier outperformed the other group in everything. So they kind of thought, well... This is the researchers then thought, well, okay, what's going on here? It was only five days, right? This is what blows my mind a little bit about. And the it, researchers took from this that there is there's there's these aging stereotypes, and these aging stereotypes that we believe influence the aging process itself, and therefore become somewhat of a self fulfilling prophecy, depending on what you believe about aging. 
It's really interesting. And what's even more interesting is right now, like there was a new study designed in nine, in uh, 2019 and approved by an ethics committee to do basically to replicate the study, but with people from 2019. And I'm, I can't find the results and it could be because the, the write-up for the for the plan for this study was happening in 2019 and it was in Italy. So it could be with 2020 and COVID in Italy that things got delayed. So I'm going to keep looking for it. And uh, But yeah, I suspect that's been delayed just because of COVID. But um, I just found that quite fascinating. And then I was doing some more research on a brand new study that's just come out of South Korea. And South Korea's population is similar to uh, ours here in Australia, and that's an aging population. And so there's lots of research being done on people who are in sort of that middle-aged to older age group. And they kind of, you know, summarize the same sort of things that, that there is this growing body of evidence suggesting that our subjective age, so the age that we feel we are, can actually have a real impact on our health and also on how long we live. So people who feel younger than their years are often, often are in terms of how long they live and, and how their health is. And I find it really interesting for me. There's a, there's a lot of people that I know that are the same age as me. A lot of us look really different ages and that depends on some of it depends on genetics. There'll be a genetic component, of course. Some of it will depend on your sun exposure, but then there'll also be your exposure to toxins. Have you been a smoker? Have you lived on a lot of junk food? Have you been exercising? Have you maintained a healthy weight or have you not? There is a lot that goes on that we don't see inside the body, but then there's also a lot that gets reflected on the outside. And you probably have this experience yourself. Uh, no matter really how old you are, you will know that there are people around your age that look a lot older or younger than yourself. And so I guess this, this one of my latest anti-aging tips is it's possible to trick your mind into feeling younger and this slows down brain aging which is so cool. This mindset can actually improve physical and mental health and slow down the rate of brain aging. So I wanted to delve a little bit more into that this week and talk a little bit more about this study. And I've also done a post on it uh, in my Instagram this week. So if you want the kind of quick version, have a look at that. But I'm just going a little bit more in depth here because I think this is really important. As you know, if you've been following me for a little while, you know that this um, kind of interest of mine and passion for anti-aging is probably only relatively recent. But at the same time, everything I do in health is about, you know, feeling better, looking better in terms of um, being able to do the things you want to do, the physical things you want to do, getting better for, for doing exercise, for feeling confident, for letting your natural beauty shine through. And so I, I'm fascinated by all of these things that I'm learning because we tend to think of aging as just like inevitable, right? It's this, this process. And when we reach certain age, we're going to get 
to certain milestones. I guess particularly if you've raised children, you, you, there's always milestones that you're measuring your kids against. And I think as women too, we have these milestones such as menopause. We tend to think, okay, well, this is just the process and this is inevitable and our bodies and our minds are going to change. We're going to kind of start getting a little bit fuzzier in the brain and maybe forgetting things and maybe, um, you know, not just not being able to have the concentration that we used to have and all that sort of stuff. And I have a lot of clients telling me this, but by making changes in diet, maybe um, getting onto a few nutritionals or whatever, we can actually make really good changes here. Please don't think that aging is this fixed process. Please know that there's so many things you can do that are daily decisions. They're not going to cost a fortune. It's literally, you know, maybe changing some of the foods you're eating uh, that can make a big difference. Maybe just going for a longer walk every day, building up some of your um Uh, physical fitness, making sure you're maintaining your muscle tone, all of this can really help with the the aging process. But I want to get back into the mind today. You know, we, I referenced before this thing, our subjective age, and uh, you often hear of people saying, I'm looking in the mirror and I'm seeing, I'm not even recognizing this person on the outside because I feel differently on the inside. I still feel like that 20 year old woman. I don't feel like this older woman. And uh, I think that from what I'm reading in the research that's out there, it's certainly there is a lot to this that if we can maintain that uh, youthful mindset, that that will actually have an effect on our physical bodies. And we see this a lot when we look at research in nursing homes as well. I mean, gosh, I'm not quite there yet at the nursing home. But, um, you know, when people lose control of what their daily schedule is going to be, uh, make less and less decisions, then that does unfortunately age us a little more. So if we can keep our minds active, if we can have an attitude of uh, youth in our mind and what we tell ourselves every day, then that makes a big um, impact on our own aging process, both physically and mentally. So how can we do this? I mean, there's the thing is, it's about stimulating the brain. I think we've probably all heard that if we can keep our brain kind of nimble, if we do puzzles or crosswords or reading complex things, learning something new, maybe learning a language that stimulates the brain and that helps to keep the brain younger because it's we're using our, our thought processes, we're firing off neurons and it is making us younger or, or at least helping us maintain um, a relatively good level of mental fitness. And this, the study that's come out of uh, South Korea is really interesting, but also there's been research, a couple of studies in America uh, that have found very, very similar things. And this particular South Korean study was published in the journal Frontiers in Aging Neuroscience, and it involved taking MRI brain scans, which is what I really like, because that's, that's the really objective measure. They take these MRI brain scans and same like I talked with the meditation studies, they examine the gray matter volumes and they measure it. And the results they got from this study were that, that those who felt younger than their chronological age, so their actual age in years, were more likely to score higher on memory testing, considered their health to be better, 
were less likely to report depressive symptoms and they showed increased gray matter volume in key brain regions compared to their counterparts. And they found that people who feel younger have the structural characteristics of a younger brain and that that difference remained even when other factors such as personality or subjective health or depressive symptoms or cognitive functions are accounted for. And this is really interesting because what the researchers kind of got from this is they think that perhaps those who feel older might be able to sense the aging process in their brain as the loss of their gray matter may make their more cognitive tasks challenging. And another possibility with that what they found in the study is that those who feel younger are more likely to be leading a more physically and mentally active lifestyle. So, you know, and that could translate into improvements in their brain health. So it's really, really interesting that findings that, you know, basically that we can think ourselves younger, which is really, really cool. And, and again, what I love about this sort of stuff is it's something everyone can do. If you have a brain, you can do this. You can um, change your attitude, your mindset, and that includes your inner self-talk around aging. So in terms of some take-home messages for this is keep your brain active. Keep your brain active. So whether that's doing puzzles, crosswords, riddles, working out problems, learning a new language, whatever it is, do that because it helps keep your brain younger. And we know that when we keep our brain younger, it also helps our physical body stay younger as well. And even things like taking up some exercise that suits your body. If you've someone that has never run before, I do not recommend starting running when you hit your 40s. Believe me, it's all sorts of physical problems can happen if your body is not conditioned to it. So taking up things that are less kind of wearing on the body, things like yoga, you know, know I'm going to bring up yoga, right? Because I love yoga. But the thing is, what yoga does is it's not just the exercise that's great for you. It's the mind-body connection that yoga promotes. So that is why it has such incredible benefits because it's not just the body that's getting the benefit. It's also the mind and helps to build those connections, those neural connections that can help keep us younger. So I hope this has been useful for you and just, I don't know, just helps you with your anti-aging choices, your anti-aging lifestyle. I'm a huge advocate for it at the moment and and ongoing because I really feel like this is something that we need to be able to control for ourselves. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe. Please feel free to leave me a review. I would absolutely love that. It helps other people to find me. Thanks so much for joining me on The Wellness Glow. I loved having you here. See you again next week. Until then, take care and be well.